Good morning. Still morning. Are you sleepy? It's, it's been tough getting up and losing one hour, but thank God we're all here, right? In the presence of the Lord. You know, uh, Dean was supposed to speak today, and he got sick early in the week, but we didn't know that he's going to be well and be here with us today. However, I said, Dean, I'll exchange with you. Instead of speaking next week, you'll speak next week and the week after. So, yeah. <laughs> two, two. Buy one, get one free, Dean. <laughs> what can I say? Dean wins. <laughs> anyway, thank God you're all here. And we thank God for keeping us alive until this moment. Let's hope that while I'm speaking and before you get bored, we will hear the trumpet sound. We shall all go and be with Christ forever. Amen? Okay, amen. Today I want to talk to you about a subject that has been working in my heart. I want the young ones to hear me today also. The only way to a fulfilled life. The only way to a fulfilled life. I want to read three verses and then speak a little bit about them. First verse, Isaiah 30, 21 Isaiah 30, 21. Second verse is Proverbs 14, 12. And third verse is John 14, 6. They, are, they have one thing in common, these verses, and I will tell you about it. Isaiah 30, 21, and your ears will hear a word behind you. This is God speaking. This is the way. Walk in it, whether you turn to the left or to the right. Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Then John 14, 6, most of us know this. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to, man, to the Father but through me. In these three verses, the Lord speaks about the way. To sum up these great verses, we must conclude that Christ did not come to show us the way, teach us the truth, and give us the life, though he does all of this. But he is the way to God, he is the truth of God, and he is the life of God. He's all three together. And this is what we're going to talk about today. The very first point I want to talk to you about, Jesus is the way out. Jesus is the way out of slavery and sin. We are going to go direct into the subject without being aware of it. People are slaves to sin. Whether you agree with me or not, this is what the Bible says. Sin may manifest itself in different ways, in attitudes, in actions, or in ambitions. A person who has not made Jesus Christ 
the master of his or her life is the servant of something much lower. Someone said, sin is progressive. And you know what? I agree. I hope you agree with me. For instance, Eve heard the devil's lie. First step. Progress. She believed the lie. Third step, she obeyed it. Take the prodigal son. He gradually went to the far country. He contemplated first, then went to the far country. What happened? He spent his money. He became penniless, progressively. Next, we see him with the pigs. Then finally, hungry and homeless. That's what sin does. You hear me, please? Sin not only enslaves and wrecks lives. It also bankrupts people and separates men from God and separates people from themselves too. Sin has different faces, particularly in our society. Drugs. Drugs. Alcoholism. Pornography are infesting our old and young alike today. Results of which is sure misery and eventual death. Isn't that what's happening to our society nowadays? There is said to be a church in Europe which is very attractive to tourists. The graveyard of the church is always kept locked. But on the gate is the following notice. The key to the graveyard is to be found in the bar down the street. You're with me? Okay. A great army of men and women daily find in the bars and the lounges around the key that opens the way for them into the graveyard. Isn't that true? Isn't that true what's happening today in our society with our young and old? Jesus alone can deliver a person from slavery and sin. And the Bible is so true for, it says, for there is no salvation in no one else For there is no other name under the sun that has been given among men by which we must be saved. This is found in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. It's not in alcoholism. It's not in having fun. It's not in let's go have a couple of drinks. It's not trying this kind of drugs or not. It's not in that. It's only Jesus Christ who can give joy and life forever and ever. He is the way out of all this into a life of happiness and joy. He is also the way out of failures and waste. In Mark 8.36 we read, What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world 
and lose his own soul. Without Christ, ladies and gentlemen, without Christ, salvation, his salvation, without him rushing to our rescue, failure is around us. Failure is the portion of man. Though a person may rule empire, or he might possess millions while living, only Jesus can pay the wages of sin and deliver us up, delivers us from spiritual death and eternal torment. Only Jesus. He is the only way. Faceless living always disappoints. No one can play on Satan's team and be a winner, Dean, right? Mm -hmm. No one would want to go bankrupt. Yet every person who goes through life without God follows a way that brings disappointments in the end. Listen what God says. Woe to the rebellious children. Please listen. Woe to the rebellious children. He's talking. Declares the Lord who execute a plan, but not mine, and make an alliance, but not of my spirit, in order to add sin to sin. Isaiah 30, verse 1, put that down. You cannot play on Satan's team and win. You will be adding sin to sin, and eternity will find you there, in a place where you never dreamed of going there. He is the only way out of such a life that I have described to you today. And he is also the only way through an uncertain tomorrow. The only way through an uncertain tomorrow. We're talking the way today, remember. No one knows what tomorrow has in store, right? No one. We can plan. There's nothing plan in planning. But who can secure that his or her plans are going to be executed for the next year, 5, 10, 20, or more? You can make them. But there is no guarantee that we are going to live to see them. As Christians, we either go by rapture and or death takes its toll on each and every one of us. No one can guarantee the future. And this is what says, no one can tell what tomorrow has in store for you and for me. The only thing certain, and listen to this, about the future is its uncertainty. Only Jesus, 
who holds the future can help us and equip us for what the future holds. So stop sweating. What's going to happen to me tomorrow? Or I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to do that like the man in the Bible who had so many warehouses. And he had them all full and he decided what? To add more. He decided so he can have more storage and have food for not one year or two years, for many years to come. And he made all these plans and he said, and then he said, okay, I will tell myself, oh, self, eat and enjoy it, for there is no tomorrow. And the same night, God came to him and said, you are going to die tonight, and what is all these things that you have stored, what are you going to do with? The only thing you can store for yourself is eternal life. Salvation through Jesus Christ, our Savior. That's the only thing you can store for your life. And you, you put it in the bank. And when the time comes, whether through death or through rapture, you know one thing, you are going to meet Jesus Christ and see him face to face. Please listen to that. And he is also the the way, the only way through a desert of difficulties that we face in life today. No one can deny that we go through difficulties. Just as the children of Israel, when they were traveling, they went through the desert and through the wilderness. They faced many difficulties. But one thing, the cloud were with them by day eh? and light by night. God made it easier. And when we travel through this life with Jesus on our side, there will always be light at night. And there will always be direction during the day. Because you are not alone. Because he promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Though I will be with you through this desert. And aren't we living in a desert? Isn't this life getting difficult more and more? Aren't the news sickening? Nowhere, nowhere we are promised a life so easy and comfortable. Don't kid yourself. But if we simply, if we simply trust Christ and do what is right, he will find a way, and he will lead us through. They say, Christ will lead us through the way. God does not usually reward us by making life easy on us. No. However, he does promise to be with us, and he assures us that no trial or trouble will be too much for us to bear if we trust his help. Let's open for, I want to leave this with you. 1 Corinthians 10.10. Remember, it's not 1 Corinthians 10.10. It has been a beautiful verse 
for me in my life. They grumbled, the children of Israel, as they were going through. And in 1013, 1013, no temptation, remember, has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God, God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able to bear, but with the temptation will provide the way. He will provide the way of escape also that you may be able to endure it. This is the God that we have. He is with us through this life. He is with you through everything that you go to. And also, Jesus Christ is the way into an abundant life. An abundant life. Do you seek the abundant life? Do you want the blessed life? Are you craving to have a true happiness? I want to talk a little bit about, about that. Everyone wants the abundant life. Everyone. Everyone who want, wants a blessed life. It might not be easy. huh? Unfortunately, many are confused and think the abundant life of which God spoke about in the word is the affluent life. There's a big difference. It does not take much to discover that an abundant life and an affluent life are totally different lives together. For example, forgiveness of sin. Listen to this which is full, which is free, and forever is part of the abundant life. Did you experience that? Do you agree with that? Living a pure life, being right with God on a daily basis, being right with fellow man, being loving and kind to people, and standing on the promises of God and living well, a, a life that God has planned for you Obedient life, we heard about that last Monday. Living in obedience to God is part of the abundant life. Assurance of eternal life is a huge part of the abundant life. The unspeakable joy of salvation that is much deeper and more permanent than happiness is part of the abundant life. Do you have it? Do you have this abundant life? He is the key. Christ is the way to such an abundant life. And ask yourself this afternoon, ask yourself, do I have this fulfilled and abundant life? Christ on the cross of Calvary, there, sealed it for you. It's for you to accept it. And it's the choice is yours to take this life or to say, no, thank you, I want to try life outside Christ. And I tell you one thing, life outside Christ is a disaster. Life outside Christ is filled of, of disappointments on a daily basis. Life outside Christ is death. 
before you see physical, physical death. Life outside Christ is spiritually completely, you're spiritually dead. You think that you are enjoying life, but the end of it is the most disastrous life, and you die completely, eternally. You open your eyes, and you find yourself in hell itself. This fulfilled life, this abundant life, is more permanent and deeper than happiness that people talk about. In our day, and please listen, in our day, many people are desperately searching for happiness. They think this is the abundant life. All kinds of planned pleasures and activities are followed in order to find the secret of happiness. They look at favorable things happening to them, and guess what? And they call it, I'm lucky. That's happiness. And you know one thing, ask any person outside Christ who is trying to bring happiness to his or her life. They plan trips. They plan visits to Europe. They plan visits to everywhere to enjoy it and ask them when they come back and face all the bills that they have to pay and everything else, right? And everything else, whether they are really happy or not. Soon, this happiness that they built will fade away. But the true happiness, when God gives you the abundant life, that's true happiness because it's the joy of Christ in your heart. Trying to bring happiness into your life will fade away as soon as you visit anywhere you want. As soon as the, uh, let's say, weekend is over, or whatever event you are attended, soon it will end and you will face life as it were before this planned little vacation or whatever. Happiness is not found in the pursuit of happiness. Life is not found in the pursuit of life. Both are found. And please listen, both are found in a pursuit of God and his righteousness. And this is why the Bible said, seek ye first, first, and that's part of the abundant life. Seek ye first, young men, young ladies, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his what? Righteousness and all these things. You want true happiness? All these things shall be added unto you. God first. I tell you, according to my Bible, the only happiness is found in Jesus Christ. I couldn't find it myself. I looked for it. I planned for it. I tried to experience it. It was all in vain until I found 
or not I found, until Jesus Christ found me and changed my life and gave me this wonderful life that I have. Happiness is the result. <laughs> Happiness is the result of circumstances. You've got it. Your circumstances are good. You, you smile and say, I'm having a good day. It's good. But the joy, the joy of Christ, of salvation, is a holy happiness from God who can fulfill your heart's desire with his love and kindness and a changed life. And that's why he said, I came, Jesus Christ said, I came to give them what? Life. He is the giver of life, no one else. And that they might have it more abundantly. The secret to an abundant life is Jesus Christ. And let me ask you this afternoon. Do you have him in your heart? Have you experienced this, the joy of salvation? Or you're still looking for the way? Or still you're, you're still looking? You want a successful life? You want an abundant life? And you know, let's face it, no one, no one wants to be a failure. College students, they, they go to college not to be failures, to succeed to graduate, to have a life, fulfilled life. But let me tell you this. You cannot find it in the world. You cannot find it in your own way. Because there is only one way. My way, says the Lord. I am the way. There is no other way you can find fulfillment. You can find abundant life. You can overcome sin. You can have a, the joy of God in your heart. You can have a future only through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. No one rejoices in losing, and you are not set to lose. You, don't, you do not want to be a loser, but let me tell you one thing. You become a loser when you leave Christ, when you don't listen when you don't follow his way, when you don't live in his way, when you don't obey him, when you don't take him as your savior, you become a loser. You might have, you might have some glimpses of what happiness is, but the end result, you will be at the end of the day, you will be crying and looking for the way, and the way is close to you. I am the way to success. I am the, the way to, for your future, I am the way to eternal life. I am the way to salvation. Don't try any other way. You know, so many people tell you, oh, I have my way. Uh, yeah, you have. May, I have, anyways. And you know, you always say through Jesus Christ. I have had that, okay. And you know the saying nowadays, always lead to Rome, right? not always lead to Christ. There's only one way that leads to Christ. 
Only one way leads to God. I am the way, Jesus said. I am the truth. And I am the way to the Father. And I am the life. Unlike many, unlike many who, tells us, who tell us that all religions lead to God. True, is it? Is it all religion leads to God? Confucius came and t- taught all the philosophy that he had, and finally he went and died. And he left shambles behind him. Buddha doesn't lead you to God. No other religion. Islam doesn't lead you to God. Muhammad doesn't lead you to God. Any other, if you create even your own religion, it doesn't lead to God. The only one that leads to God is Jesus Christ. I am the way. I am the way. the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. A month ago, in the bulletin, who, who read it? Who read last month's bulletin, February? Dean writes it every, every month. If you don't know who writes it, and thank God for him. But he says, he says in the bulletin, there's a children's song. I will end with it. That is a beautiful, and it says the following. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's what Jesus said. Without the way, there is no going. Without the truth, there is no knowing. Without the life, there is no growing. You are the way that I must keep to. You are the truth that I must trust to. You are the life that I must live to. You are the way that's not pretending. You are the truth that's never bending. You are the life that's never ending. You are the way. There's no way straighter. You are the truth. There's no truth greater. You are the life You're the creator. You are the way we can truly see. You are the truth that sets us free. You are the life that always will be. Amen. Thank you, Dean, for that. When I read it, I said, if I remember, I'll share it with you. So, all the ways of man leads to destruction. But the only way that leads to Jesus Christ is his way, not my way, not your way, not the world's way, his way. I am the truth. I am the life. And no one comes to the Father but through me. Would you come to Jesus today? Would you ask Jesus, say, I am tired of my ways I am tired. I want to take you. I want to follow you. I want to live for you. I want to please you in my life. I want to live eternally 
I don't want to live for this world only. Would you do that? And if you do that, I tell you one thing, you become a new creation. And the Lord will give you a new life, will give you strength to live and pursue your dreams successfully. Let's buy up our heads for prayers. Would you, if you, if you know very well that you needed Christ, I would ask you immediately, say, Lord, take me and change my life. I need to follow your way. I need to follow you. Say this prayer while you're sitting in your seat. Ask him to come into your life and change it. And guess what? He will turn it into a very successful life. I promise you that by the authority of the word of God. Our Father, we are thankful that we can still preach the word with the freedom that you have given us that we have in this country. And we thank you that you've allowed us this meeting so many people are deprived all over the world from have, having meetings like this. But we thank you that your word is out. And we pray that this word will have its work in the hearts of many. Bless each and every one. Be with the families, Lord. And as we go each one his way or her way, we pray that you be with us. And never to forget that you are the only way, the only life, the only truth. And we give your name and his all glory and praise forever and ever. Amen. The meeting is over. <laughs> <laughs>